On one foot, he's wearing a pointed, high-heeled shoe, and on the other, a rounded, flat one. On one hand, he wears a white glove, kind of like Mickey Mouse. The other hand is four times as big, completely orange from the shoulder, and resembles a wing. His head is in the shape of a yellow crescent moon. His chin and the top of his head are black. And he's got a large turquoise-colored nose. His name is Twipsy, and he's the mascot for the Hanover Expo back in 2000. His eclectic combination of features is certainly unique, but mascots as a whole have been a part of World Expos since 1984, and they've taken on lots of different shapes and forms. Take Kikoro and Morizo, for example, the mascot duo for the Aichi 2005 Expo in Japan, two furry green creatures, or Foodie, the smiling face made out of fruits and vegetables for the Milan 2015 Expo mascot. In this episode, we're introducing you to the wonderful family of mascots for Expo 2020 Dubai, which includes two siblings, three robots, and a tree. We didn't want it to be just a mascot to meet and greet or to wave hello for people to come in and out. We studied what mascots represent in the World Expos and Olympics and FIFAs. But as always, in Dubai, we want to set a different thing. They're beyond just uh, a character. They have souls. They have uh, personalities. People need to have affinity with them. And in order to do that, you need to show the world their story. They're the Expo family. This is Amna Abulhol, the executive creative director at Expo 2020 Dubai. If she sounds very enthusiastic about mascots, it's because she's the one who brought them to life, in some ways, literally. By now, the characters that make up this Expo family, as Amna describes them, have become pretty synonymous with Expo 2020 Dubai. Who are we doing this characters for and the mascot? Is it for marketing and media and promotion? Or are we doing it for children? I'm Noon Saleh, and this is Inside Expo, an official podcast of Expo 2020 Dubai, where history is being made. Mascots, stemming from the French word mascotte, meaning good luck charms, have long been used at mega events and past expos. The first one was a cartoon of a white pelican bird dressed in a blue tuxedo jacket and top hat. His name was Seymour de Fair, a play on words to invite people to see more of the fair, referring to the 1984 Louisiana Specialized Expo. He appeared at the fairgrounds, but also traveled internationally to promote the fair and appeared on television shows, including Saturday Night Live. The 1984 Louisiana World Exposition. Sure doesn't seem like six months. It went by so fast. It's Seymour de Fair. What? One last tour? The whole fair site? Sure, I'd love to go. Where do we start? At the beginning? But the mascots of Expo 2020 Dubai are different. Amna wanted to create more than an emblem. She wanted to craft a narrative. She wanted visitors to develop sentiments toward the characters. She wanted to create a legacy out of them. If you would know me, I'm very patriotic. The love for this country and this city is beyond 
I want the world to understand our culture rather than just having a plush that they will hug all the time and that will fade after the expo, after the event finish. I understand how the world kind of see Disney cartoons. I've worked there and I understood how they see the Arab world. And when I came back, I was like, wow, this mascot thing is an opportunity to show the world that we have authentic culture. My first job was at Disneyland, Anaheim. So I used to actually create 3D models of rides. After the engineers would give me their drawings, I would theme it and create rides out of it. So there was no boundaries. It's a very nice combination between animation and architecture. I saw that we have a world expo coming up soon. And I wanted to be part of this team, even if I would clean desktops. Amna was first recruited as a content producer in the marketing and communications department before eventually rising to her current role. Back then, the mascots were being developed by an external agency. And because of Amna's background in cartoon and animation, she was asked to weigh in. Armed with ambition and vision, Amna got to work to make sure the mascots represented Expo, Dubai, and the UAE. During staff meetings, she would sketch shapes that would slowly transform into characters as she drew inspiration for their would-be personalities, and more importantly, their storylines. Thankfully, I got the trust from the highest leadership, and that person is Her Excellency, uh, Reem bint Ibrahim al-Hashimi. She believed in me. She believed on that scribble on an Expo notebook. I sketched a boy and a girl under a gaff tree. The Raf is the UAE's national tree and carries deep cultural and environmental value in the country. The first thing I did is I went to the site and the site was just being built. But there was a tree in a corner over a hill. When this plot was decided to be Expo, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Maktoum came to the site and said, let's move the site a little bit so we don't affect the camels that are under that tree because that tree was their home. And that's where the site got shifted, little bit. But that tree remained the tree. I was like, wow, that means she witnessed everything, this tree. Why can't the tree be our mascot? I called her Salama based on the mother of Sheikh Zayed. I created that little short animation of her story, that she witnessed the different generations and how this tree has a soul. أنا الغافة وسط هالأرض وجذوري لوبة تسألها أنا التاريخ أنا الأمجاد أنا الماضي أنا الهيبة And then Latifa and Rashid are her grandchildren They always used to play under her because it's like their backyard So begins the journey of the two wide-eyed siblings the empathic Rashid and the curious Latifa exploring the world at the dawn of Expo 2020. My dream is to share my innovation at the greatest meeting of minds in the world, at Expo Dubai 2020. I've heard that it'll open its doors soon. Do you remember when we were younger and they started building Hmm? it? Everyone used to talk about Expo all the time. So Rashid will always wear a kandora. But what makes him unique, he always has the Expo pin. And uh, Latifa is wearing her afternoon jalabiya with that pants, sarwal, we call it. And 
the sandals and it is something to be very honest what I used to wear a long time ago when I used to play in the neighborhood with my cousins and discover trees different weird stuff around the neighborhood this is what we used to wear and I know nowadays they don't but I wanted to show the kids that this was part of your culture because I don't want it to fade The visual elements play a big part of branding a mascot, of course, but Amna also equipped them with personalities, with emotions. She held auditions with more than 60 children to find the perfect voices for Rashid and Latifa. She presented them with challenges and built plots to drive their story forward. Even their sibling dynamic is embedded into this whimsical world of mascots. Their personalities are yin-yang. Rashid is really a sweet boy that... If he was in reality, I would be scared to let him run in life because life will be too harsh for him. Latifa is my favorite because I see myself in her a lot. She's short. She has a long hair. She always thinks she's the smartest. She always wants to push forward. But when it comes to a crisis, she would just go behind Rashid. A place where great minds will come to meet, even my mind. No, Rashid. You have such a great mind. Go on, say it, and say it with confidence. I have a great mind. Kids on school trips would stop at the visitor center even before Expo 2020 launched. And even though it got quite noisy, Amna would spend a lot of time during her creative process. Because she was telling the mascot story primarily for children, she would spend this time learning from them. So I presented to them Salama and Latifa and Rashid. They were like, who are these? How come she's their grandmother? And they were like questioning all of this. I told them, Latifa is such a gamer. She loves playing games. She's scientific. She plays sometimes soccer. And the boy's like, ew, no, that doesn't work. Rashid needs to do that. I said, no, Rashid paints, loves plants. So then I said, raise your hand if you love drawing, boys. One boy raised his hand, but he was shy. And then suddenly you see four kids raising their hand. This is a good time to switch the stereotype. And then this one kid. One kid told me, that's boring. Where are their friends? I was like, interesting. You know what? I love the conversation with these kids. Indeed, they did get friends. But the mascots still had a mission. They still needed to iconize Expo 2020 Dubai's mantra of connecting minds, creating the future. They may be fictitious and playful, but they still had work to do. How can we educate children before coming to the site and create a world that is exactly Expo, but in a cartoonified way? How can we teach the kids the colors of the district? How can we teach them what the personality of each district, sustainability, mobility, and uh, opportunity? So we created the guardians. Tara, Opti, and Elif, a guardian for each of the three pavilions at Expo 2020. We created Opti on wheels, and he speaks so slow. Just as a metaphor, that opportunity doesn't come fast. Hi, I'm Opti, the robot of golden opportunities. And he's full of confetti whenever he says something magical. And then we created Elif, who is always the show guy, the optimistic, the fun, and everyone wants to play with. I can fly, swim, and dive too. And 
we created Terra. Terra is the queen. Ah, guardian of sustainability. Aleph and Otti meeting now. She kind of controls everyone. She's the only female with the guardians and she's kind of the boss. I'm not happy with this situation. Come on, Terra. Salama sent them. She told us to take care of them. Remember? Well, that's all right then. Come on. All right then. Amna went back again to show the children what she had come up with based on their suggestions. They loved the characters. But naturally, they had more to say. There was one smart young boy. He's seven years old. He was like, that's not fun. I was like, what again? (laughs) Rashid and Latifa were designed to be the protagonist's superheroes, with the three robots watching over them as they navigate their expo world under the guidance of their grandmother, Raf. But this little boy noticed a missing piece of the puzzle. He said, who are they fighting for? What are they doing? Where is the evil villain guy? How can we know they're good or bad? So we created Mr. Scrap. The story goes that Mr. Scrap, the evil genius once revered for his environmentally destructive inventions, is on a mission to destroy the world and the Expo District as it moves towards sustainable living. We see this play out in a five-episode animation of this epic of sorts. First episode is when they meet for the first time in Al-Wasal Plaza. Second episode is about mobility. Third episode is about uh, opportunity. Fourth episode is about sustainability. The fifth episode is all about beating Mr. Scrap. And that happened the night before the opening ceremony. With the help of his loyal minion robot Floppy, the classically bald-headed lanky villain wants to chop Salama and deplete her powers. And the hero crew must stop him. Tara, with her power of invisibility, Opti, who can time travel, and Elif, with his transportation shape-shifting abilities, help the kids in their quest to save the world. So this is where we created the plot before Expo opens. The mascot story is designed to be timeless, so that children even 10 years from now will still find it relevant. Visitors at Expo 2020 Dubai are already growing obsessed with Rashid, Latifa and the gang. When you go to around the site, every child, every few seconds, you would look around, a child is holding one of the mascots. This wouldn't happen without the vision of the children. Seeing every child hugging a character while his other hand is holding his mom or dad for me, is the best picture painted I've ever seen in my life. Meanwhile, while Opti cruises around the expo site, Tara and Elif drones fly around, turning the kids' imagination into something of a reality. There are also live mascot shows that have, apparently, been all the hype. We created two stage shows, uh, one which is Latif and Rashid's Adventure Around the World, and the other one is Mr. Scrap Returns. And it's an immersive show that apparently every night it's played, it's a full house. Mr. Scrap Returns is a show that is kind of a continuation of the five episodes. He wants to hijack Al Wasal Dome, takes over the system, and remove the guardians from taking care of their district. So you can hear kids, Rashid, you can do it. Latifa, he's behind you. Oh no! Nothing's getting in and nothing 
What's interesting with animation is it becomes an archiving piece later on. All these stories in between the episodes will become for the future archiving of what Expo was and how it kind of impacted everyone around the world. It will not be only an archive for the world, even for the Expo staff. It will be a memory for the staff that worked hard all these years. Amna would sometimes actually jot down some of the dialogue from her staff meetings and use it as inspiration, if not verbatim, within the mascot story. And fun fact, the voice of Mr. Scrap just happens to be, well, someone you might have heard on this very podcast. Mr. Scrap is actually the voice of the chief of real estate and delivery, Ahmed Al-Khatib. He's, we would say, the king of the site. He built it all and he's so serious and <laughs> he is the sweetest human being you'll ever meet, but has the best voice for a villain. <laughs> for Amna, these quiet behind the scenes moments are where much of the magic happened. The voices, like the personalities and their visual expressions, were just as important for immortalizing the mascots. With the Guardians, we wanted grown-ups because... The voice of a child, let it be on a child's body. The way we chose the voice of the mother, Salama, we wanted warmth whenever you hear her voice. So this is where the balance happened. When you hear them all together, you know automatically how they look. Everything happened not randomly, but very organically. When you draw the characters as a silhouette and just black shapes, you actually figure out how they can be a family. The mascots, they should never continue to be a marketing tool or a meet and greet or just a beautiful image stuck into a box or a poster. They need to be friends with the children. I saw a child crying to grab a toy, Opti. I just went and got him the toy and came back and gave it to him. If you only saw his eyes, maybe I'm exaggerating, but I saw his eyes grow 10 times bigger. And if I impacted one child, that love for the character, how about seeing the entire site with these characters? Inside Expo takes you behind the scenes at Expo 2020 Dubai, sharing our stories and others across the 170-year history of this global event. Learn more by visiting virtualexpodubay.com. Inside Expo is produced by Kerning Cultures Network. We release episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review.